Hello, thanks for tuning in to Learn, Grow, Succeed, the leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett. This podcast is all about providing you with insights and tips to help you on your journey towards exceptional leadership. Hello and welcome back to the Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast with me, Tom, and my learned colleague on the other side of a Zoom screen, uh, Mr. Alex Dinage. Welcome, Alex. Hello again. Always a pleasure to have you on board. Um, So this week's blog and podcast is all about the power of saying no. And um, when we're talking about personal development and stuff, I think it might sound counterintuitive that we've done a blog on saying no, because many people think that the power comes from saying yes, but we don't disagree with that statement. It's picking the right one for the right situation, right, Al? Uh, That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, I feel like we speak a lot about taking opportunities. And actually, this came up a few weeks ago and we spoke about comfort zones. Um, It's very easy to say no sometimes, not all the time. But sometimes if you feel uncomfortable with something, it's very easy to say no and just to stay in your comfort zone. This isn't us saying that you should do that all the time. This is us more talking about people pleasing. And, you know, the, the detrimental effects that saying yes to everything you ever get asked could have. Yeah. Um, so it's a slightly different conversation whilst it sounds the same or, as you say, um, like we're contradicting ourselves. It's a completely different conversation entirely. Um, so, yeah, the, pu- the purpose of this blog wasn't to get you to say no to everything. It was just to understand the importance of what a no could bring. Yeah, and the feedback on it so far has, has already been really positive. I know friends and family I've spoken to said, yep, that applies to me. Before we get into it, into it, and what we will cover is the reasons you should say no and that kind of thing. But before we do get into it, thank you for joining us as ever. If this is the first time you've listened to the Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast, then a very big welcome. There's a very large back catalogue of these that you can go back through uh, if that's what you wish um, along with blogs that support it and other content on our website at xl hyphen which is a little dash communications.com so go and check it out so the power of saying yes has been covered quite a lot, hasn't it, in Hollywood? I know in the blog you talk about, was it Yesterday with Jim Carrey? Great actor. Yes, yes man, yeah. Yes, um, man. Again, a film that maybe not everyone's familiar with, but it's, uh, look, it's got Jim Carrey in it. Of course, it's an interesting It's going to be good. Oh, exactly. Comedy Whereas, genius. Actually, Yesterday is a more recent movie about saying yes all day and he's on Netflix. And I would definitely watch the one with Jim Carrey because it's not that great. Um <laughs> But I'm not here to sabotage Netflix um, movies. Um, but, you know, those those are looking at the power of yes, because it can be so powerful in those personal contexts. You know, yes day is all about days where you say yes to everything your kids ask you, which I'm sure can be a really fun experiment. Um, but also in those professional situations, yes, can be so powerful when, you know, someone that works for you rings you up and says, I've had this really wacky idea. Um can, can I do it? Can I go ahead? And they're expecting a, a you know, a teeth sucking, but you just say, yeah, crack on. So it can be really powerful, mm-hmm. but it can be quite sort of self-sabotaging as well, can't it? And actually limit team performance. Yeah. And actually I was just thought of another uh, example of things that 
um, have been about saying yes to things. There's a YouTube channel called Yes Theory, which is basically built on that as well. It's saying yes to things and seeing what what you end up doing. But as as we said in the in the intro, this is a different conversation, and this is more about, as you said there, actually saying yes all the time to everything could could obviously impact you, your team, the people around you. Um, so yeah, this is going through the points of you know how that happens, how you can avoid it. And the actual blog itself is set up to tell you what you can actually gain from learning to say no to things that, to your judgment, you know you should say no to. Okay, so let's park the fact that yes can also be powerful. And let's go into the reasons to actually say no to something. And mm-hmm. um, the first one that we talk about uh, and something, is it more pre- prevalent today than, than ever? I, I don't know. It maybe feels that way. Um but is that you need to say no to manage your headspace and to avoid that um, drive to burnout and and a mental sort of degradation uh, that that happens to people. Yeah, and um, again, I know I keep going back to this is all about no, but I keep saying the word yes. <laughs> but um, this goes back to that again. It's it's lovely to have the ability to say yes to things. You know, to have time. Uh, to have the ability to commit to different things however that's you know in the modern world and in the world we live in now that's not always the case so if someone comes to you with something that's going to take a lot of your time and you're already feeling bogged down with everything you have to do you're already committed 100% to all your own activities it's important to know that for yourself it's it's best to maybe say no because a lot of the time we can just agree to things because we think it helps people but actually the, the the biggest effect is on yourself yeah yeah and you end up before you know it working 12 15 hour days and after a few months you you can't handle it anymore and do you know when i was reading the the, the blog out one one thing that i implemented probably a year maybe 18 months ago now in fact it would be longer than that because it was before covid was a thing um but anyway it was when I was looking at how to structure my days because I was getting so busy and, and when everything moved on to Zoom, I was finding my days were just full of Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. And after five, six, seven, eight hours of Zoom meetings, you're, you're broken. And I'm sure everyone listening can relate to that. Um, so one of the things I did is structure my day. So the mornings are for meetings and the afternoons are, are not. They're kept clear for me to shock horror, actually do some of the work that comes out of those meetings in the morning. So effectively I've said to the team, to, to you guys, to, to even to clients, my afternoons are protected. And if someone wants a meeting, unless there's an exceptional circumstance, the answer is no. Can we do it another time? Yeah. Um, and I found that hugely liberating and it meant my days became so much more productive, I think. And that's all from saying no effectively. And that's a, that's a, that's a very uh, good top tip because as we say, sometimes when it comes to burnout, we actually don't know the signs or, you know, we're so disorganized sometimes that it kind of happens because of our own <laughs> our own planning. So, as you say, you, you know what your day looks like from the offset. You know when you could probably say yes to more things. Therefore, you can be more vigilant. I think sometimes people get burnt out because they say yes to things and they don't realize that they say yes. And then it circles around and bites them on the body part that they used to sit down with. <laughs> um so yeah being organized and knowing your time and knowing how you can actually help people and when that's 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 almost like a, a step before this isn't it really yeah yeah absolutely 
Cool. So thinking through all the requests of you to make sure you're not taking on too much and and, and taking on what's manageable, super mm-hmm. important, so that you maintain a healthy body and mind. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So the next uh, reason to say no is is that ripple effect that can happen if you become the yes man that that people always come to because they they know they're going to get a yes like that that's not a good place to be either it's quite conflicting i think for people because if you're the person that always gives good news like you're incredibly likable if someone comes to you and goes i'm going to leave this conversation now feeling so much better because i'm going to get everything i want and more you know you're the person that's giving them that joy that feels incredible yeah. But at the same time, as we said, you know, in the long term, saying yes repeatedly, uh, this almost links back to the first point, you're probably going to get asked a lot more. People, people don't like to be rejected. So you're never going to reject them. They're going to keep coming back. Yeah. Yeah. And as you say, it's, it's, it, that has a good, a good side and, and a negative side, because if they're always coming back, you're always that person. You might get the burnout from point one. When I, when I was trying to relate this back to my life, again, as, as we try to do to, to make it real, and I was thinking of my friendship group. So my friends, nothing to do with work here, but you can see the parallels. And we try and do stuff regularly together. And there's one guy who always ends up as the person who organises activities for us, always. We'll say, right, we need to do something. And, and eventually he says, yes, I'll do it. And, you know, he started to resent us all. Like, we're, we're best friends, but over over a bit, he would say, why the hell do I always have to do this? And it's because he became that yes man, and we just let him do it. And we had to have that conversation where he said to us, I don't want to do this anymore. And now, like, it sounds a bit corny for a group of friends, but we share it out. So every time we're going to do a serious activity, it's like a different person's turn to organise it. So, um. I guess that's that's what you mean in a mm. a, a friendship context. Yeah, and um, <laughs> when you said he started to resent you, I took that quite extremely. I thought you were going to say you're all sat around for a beer and he's just staring at you all. <laughs> <laughs> like, was, why am I here? <laughs> it was similar to, similar to that. He would start to avoid social events because mm. he didn't want to have to organise them. So we had to write that wrong and... You know, I bet if you think about people in the teams that you work with, there is that person who always ends up organising the Christmas do or something. And, you know, some people, they might really enjoy that, but others, they might feel like it's a burden and weighing them down. And they're the people that need to learn to say no. And I think on on a personal point of view, you know, if you're that person, so if I always came to you and said, oh, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? I think at the start, you almost feel respected because you think they've come to me you know it's like uh it's like if anything if someone comes to you to ask for information knowledge or help you feel like the chosen one you're like oh this is great okay you've come to me you could have come to anyone else and you've come to me yeah but then eventually you start to think well this actually isn't this is because i'm probably quite an easy target there's not a lot of it might be controversial but there's not a lot of respect here you know it's just because you're coming to me for what you want and i'm i give it to you every single time yeah. Um, as I say, it's not a bad thing to say yes, of course, you know, but at the same time, you have to kind of protect yourself and your time and, and yeah. like you say, your mental your mental well-being. Yeah, it's making sure neither answer is default. It's making sure you think think the answer's through. There's reasons behind either. It's not just an auto-response, as you say. So, yeah, very important. Yeah. 
Okay, so I think we've we've actually started to touch touch on this one a little bit, but the the other reason to say, or, or we don't say no, actually, is because it can. There's a perception that it's a bit confrontational if you say no to someone. Um, yeah, I think that's probably a very common perception that that is not necessarily true, right? I, I think this comes down to sometimes I think people get so scarred by rejection or saying no that they then just refuse to have to go through it again. You know, rejections could be anything. It could be being broken up with. That can really burn people. Mm. And then they just suddenly go, well, actually, I don't like giving bad news or I don't like receiving bad news. So I'm just going to avoid bad news in general. Um, so I think, yeah, a lot of people then start to think, well, if I say no to someone, if I, if I reject someone, then that's going to leave them with that feeling that I felt before. Or it just has to be something that isn't nice. But actually, as long as you're calm and you explain, uh, well, you show understanding to the person and just kind of explain why you, you can't help, then it doesn't need to be confrontational at all. It doesn't need to be something that's going to be painful. If it's based on logic and reason, then well, it's very I, easy. I think it can be, it can go to the other extreme. I, I think, you know, particularly when I talk to, to clients, actually saying no to things is can actually be a way to, to build trust and confidence in people. Mm. Um, you know, to, to say to a client, uh, sorry, I can't have a meeting with you on Monday afternoon because I've got prior commitment, but can we move it on, on Wednesday? Uh, if you put yourself in that client shoes, they're not going to have any negative thoughts to that, are they? I mean, if you rearrange a thousand times, it will get that way eventually, but they'll respect you for managing your time. Yeah. And, and, and the other one I thought is about saying no, because maybe you're not the right person for things. Mm. So again, in a client context, something, uh, I think we do quite well at Excel is when a client comes to us and says, can you help with subject X? If subject X is not what we specialize in, I can build a great relationship with that client by saying, actually, no, that's not my field of expertise. Have you tried such and such? But what we focus in on is Y and, and Z. So all of a sudden, that's a very productive conversation, all stemming from no. Yeah. And there's different types of no's, isn't there? Like you just said, there's a difference between if you came to me asking for something, I just went, no. <laughs> and there's a very different type of no. If you came to me asking for something, I said, no, because. Yeah, exactly. That, that's very different. So, yeah, I think that's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, can you make me a cup of tea? No. And you walk off versus Alex, can you make me a cup of tea? No, because I'm really busy doing this massive proposal that's super important. I'll go fine that's that's a good reason well exactly and i mean tom you've got young children and uh do they know they obviously know how to say the word no oh they're right? too good at the word no exactly and think <laughs> about how that makes you feel there's a really frustrating period where you know that's all a kid says and there's no other word oh can you go and do this no okay that's really annoying <laughs> 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 there's no reason you've just said no that makes me feel really bad so <laughs> i'm working on that with them at the moment is if i ask them a question that has a yes or no answer i have to live by what the response is mm. you can't as it, get irritated when they say no if you ask them whether it, in the in the first place so. yeah but i suppose again maybe they do give you reason uh no dad because but I mean, for a lot of children, that doesn't happen. Yeah. It's just usually, I don't feel like it, so no. <laughs> that, that, again, in this context, doesn't make you feel good. So, Cool. So the fourth reason that people might not use no when possibly they should 
is FOMO. And for those not down with the kids, um, FOMO is the fear of missing out. Um, so, you know, you think if you're going to say no to something, your life is going to be less rich uh, for not having that experience, which, again, I think is probably right in some situations. But a lot of the time, it's all in your mind, right? Yeah, I think um, a big point with this one was um, if you say no, are you going to, like you say, miss out on something incredible? There's obviously the 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 opposite to this is that yes man example where, not to spoil it because I know spoilers, um, if you say yes to things, you're going to experience incredible things. Your life will change direction. You'll escape monotony and, and things will be unpredictable. And some of us love that. Um, so obviously by doing the opposite and saying no, are you going to miss out on all of that? Um, but again, it, it comes down to judgment and priorities. If you know that you have things that need to be done, or if you know, you know, you know your limitations, then there isn't a fear of missing out because you're doing something more important. Yeah, absolutely. I think priorities is nail on the head there. You know, again, I bet so many people listening to us right now have a day off or a week off to, for family holidays or whatever you, you're taking some time off for, and they just can't help but check their emails and i'm guilty for this especially at the moment uh with the fast-paced world that we're in um yeah and you just can't resist that cheeky little work email yet all of a sudden you've slightly detracted from uh, whatever it is that you're doing i don't know you're at a wedding and all of a sudden instead of thinking about the happy couple you're back to client x needing something by tomorrow when you know your team would have picked it up, but you feel like you, you've got the fear of missing out if you've not been involved and it's, it's the priorities are out of whack. Yeah. And, and thinking about it in terms of if someone asks you for something or to help with something and you say, no, I think then going back to the previous point, if, if your no is a, a no that can be understood by the person asking, then there's no reason why they wouldn't come back at a better time. And you'd still have an opportunity to either help out in what they're doing or, to take part in another opportunity because I think that's another thing if people say no regularly and get quite good at the art of saying no and and prioritizing you know themselves in their own time then they start to think well no one's ever going to ask me again I'm never you know any new opportunities I'm going to be bottom of the pile um, but again if, if 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 the no is explained and the no is understood then there's no reason why you wouldn't be first on the list again yeah so. Yeah, it's a not this time. However, I'd love to get involved next time type thing. Right, Alex, the last point, and for me, particularly in a professional context, the most important one, saying no can be so powerful to empower and develop and coach and mentor those around you. Mm. And you know what? Actually, I, I remember when I was writing this and it wasn't one I included at first. And then you... I asked you about some points maybe on this topic, and this is actually one that you said. So I'm not going to, you, you've tapped this across to me. I'm not going to kick it over the line into the goal. I'll let you do this. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not going to steal it from you. Uh, so actually, I, I think you'd be really good at explaining this one. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and if you, you know, think of coaching and mentoring, um, when it comes to mentoring, you're there to use your knowledge and your experience to, to help develop people. So, there are times where people come to you and say uh, with a question and the answer should be yes to show them how to do it. But particularly when you're talking about coaching, actually there's so much power in saying, no, I'm not there to give you information. I'm there to help you come up to this, uh, come up with the solutions yourself. You know, it's a bit like the whole uh, 
lead a man to or teach a man how to catch a fish and he'll eat for a day teach a man how to go fishing and he'll feed himself for the rest of his lifetime if you just say yes to doing things for people that's not a long-term solution whereas you come to me with a work query and i say no i i won't write that blog for you alex however here are a couple of points which maybe i think you should research on in order to 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 write that blog you're going to have developed 10 times 100 times more than me just saying write this and you dictate for me you can already dictate it's the development process and um that's why i think this one's so important saying no makes other people do things that maybe they're avoiding or reluctant to do yeah i mean i don't really have a lot i think you've covered that brilliantly i don't really have anything more to add the only thing i think about is i know from my my own personal um memories i think the first thing i remember about whenever i do things now is the first time i did it so as you say like it's okay to support people that's fine but what they might be asking for is for you to take it entirely. Or as you said, maybe the maybe the answer is no, but I can I can help you or I can show you how. Yeah. Because people are more likely to remember it having done it themselves. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's uh, that's absolutely right. And do you know what? A theme through all this has been making those decisions about when to say yes and no. And this one is one where saying no is a lot of the time a lot harder than saying yes. In a professional context, a lot of the time you can do things 10 times quicker than maybe somebody else can. So to say yes and do it will get things done. But to say no and teach somebody else how to do it is is more effort in the in the short term, but in the long term is going to reap a lot more benefits. I was going to say, I think, um, obviously, as you said, in terms of knowledge and how much they gain, that's obviously great. But also as well, I'm just thinking in terms of confidence, because if you, if I came to you and said, oh, I need help with this. And you said to me, no, but I would think, okay, well, he clearly thinks I can do this, that I don't need someone to take over entirely. I clearly have the knowledge to, to do some of this or at least to learn it. So I think even from a personal point of view, if, if someone was to say no to taking it because they feel like you can do it, that's a, that's a confidence boost. And that makes you feel quite good about yourself as well. And you're also getting support. So it's a win-win. Absolutely. It's a, uh, no, you got this, Al. Just give me a shout though if, if, if there's any help along the way. And that's all you need to do. And it's powerful. Yeah. See, to me, that, that in the short and long term seems like a much better solution than just a, yeah, go on, throw it my way. Yeah. Awesome. So five big reasons there to say no to people. Um, to avoid burnout, to avoid that, that ripple effect of being that, that yes man or woman. Um, to... Uh, because it's confrontational but it doesn't have to be at all um it's because you get fomo but again you shouldn't get fomo you should just prioritize and then the final one it's about developing other people it's a great tool for developing other people so do think about how you can build those thought processes into your life and maybe maybe just try saying no uh, to something you would have ordinarily said yes to and, and see what what it gives you can I can I interject quickly? I know you're about to do, do your outro and I didn't want to interrupt your rhythm. Go for it. Um, but as a new part, obviously you've got the blog that you can that you can read, you've got this that you can listen to. However, if you want a quick preview of what might be appearing in uh, a podcast, we now do short videos of the content in the blog as well. Um, so keep your eye out on on the website, on the blog posts themselves, they appear there, but also on socials, uh, mainly LinkedIn. Uh, to keep an eye out for those ones also. 
Great. Well, thank you for that, Alex. Do go and check those out. Thank you, everyone who's downloaded and listened to us. Please watch out for the next one in a week or two.